she stares at the cliffs that tower over the Grotta di las Serinas. He can't be serious, she thinks. They're fifty metres high, at the very least, and any fool knows that a sea cliff is always as deep as it's high. But Felix, nobody fishes here. Well, yes, he replies, surprised. That's sort of the point. She gives him her look, and he laughs out loud. And that's why it's teeming with lobsters, he tells her. It's liquid gold down there. But there's a reason why, she begins, then shuts up when she sees his face. Felix Marino bursts out laughing. God, he's an annoying boy. He finds everything funny. Everything. Oh my God, Mercedes, really? You're scared of mermaids? She feels a spike of irritation. People have been avoiding the grotta for a thousand years. Who is he to laugh at myths and legends? Don't be stupid, she snaps, but she eyes the deep water with quiet trepidation. Come on, Mercedes, you know you're the only one who can get to the lobster pots. Nobody else can get down that deep. Just close your eyes and think twenty American dollars ahead. Oh, shut up, she says. It's a beautiful day, the breeze so gentle that the waves barely make foam as they hit the great golden cliffs. The sun has dropped from its zenith and bathed their side of the island in light. But still, below that shelf, those waters will be dark. Mercedes feels another twinge of unease. What if the mythical mermaids hear me down there? Las Sirenas. What if they come out with their muscled tails and their sea-rack hair and their thousand silver teeth and pull me down with them forever? How far down? she asks, doubtfully. Felix shrugs. It can't be more than six or seven metres, he says. Pauses, just that fraction too long. Maybe ten. The pots are caught on something. I can't hold them up, and my dad will kill me if he knows I've come here. She thinks for a moment. Can you drop me an anchor, so I have something to brace on? Sure. He ambles up to the prow, drops it into the deep. The rope runs beautiful and straight, dropping past the shelf a metre out. The rush when she hits the water. There is no sensation that compares. The jar of the cold after the heat of the sun. The moment when her head cuts the surface and her body jumps instinctively, as though it has encountered a solid wall. The sudden, glorious transition to weightlessness. This is the closest I will ever come to feeling how it is to fly, she thinks. She kicks with her fins and cuts through the water. Sunlight pours over her shoulder, fading in the depths below, until it is swallowed by the black. Beads of phosphorescence spiral up towards her. Mercedes feels the familiar chill, that moment where she hovers on the edge of panic and has to push it back inside. Every time she enters the sea, she has this moment, because the water itself is alive. She kicks on, tries not to think of sharks. Mercedes has a secret she's never shared. She wishes, quietly but fervently, that mermaids did exist, that she could one day join their ranks and become something more than a plain little teenager on an isolated island with a talent for holding her breath. Hand over hand, down the anchor rope, 
legs kicking to take her deeper, dimming sky above. The light comes in layers, clear violet near the surface, then the shades of blue that strip the suntan from the surface of her skin. And down below, where the rope vanishes, a deep, soothing green. And then the black of the abyss, where the lobster pots are. She pauses as she reaches the edge of each band, pinches her nose and blows until her ears clear and the pressure resets inside her head. So practised that it only takes a couple of seconds each time. A school of silver bream, flanks striped yellow, darts past. A hundred, two hundred. Salper salper, the dream fish. Common, for the fishermen always throw them back. Eating their flesh can produce hallucinations that last for days. Mercedes barely registers their presence. She is focused.